God who calls us in the midst of the wilderness, help us to hear your voice. O God who sends angels to tend to us when we are among wild beasts, help us to receive your tender love and care. Amen. I know that there is at least one person who will tell me at the back of the door, so I'll go ahead and say it now. Kim, you sure do like to preach on the same text, because this is the third time in a row that I've stood before you all with this exact same text. But don't worry, my sermon is different. In our gospel reading this morning, Mark tells us that immediately following his baptism, presumably with water still in his ears and his hair soaking wet, the Spirit drives Jesus out into the wilderness for 40 days. So picture this with me for a moment. Jesus just had this spectacular thing happen where God shows up because Jesus gets baptized and God is so excited about it. That God rips open the skies and yells out for anyone who can hear, this is my son, my beloved. And so here Jesus is still beaming from ear to ear with delight in this beautiful thing. And suddenly Jesus finds himself just like his ancestors out wandering in the wilderness. Now, when I tend to think about this story, I often picture Jesus being out there all alone, just meandering, wandering to and fro. But the gospel writer makes it clear that Jesus has accompaniment. He's not alone. He has the devil. Some wild beasts are with him. And for good measure, there are a few angels. Now, obviously, having the temptations of Satan, not to be confused with the singing group temptations, obviously being tempted by the devil isn't really the kind of company that one would want to have when lost out in the woods, and neither is the presence of wild beasts. But angels? I'm kind of a nature nerd. I I really like watching survivalist shows, and so... Perhaps some of you have seen the Discovery Channel show, Naked and Afraid. In the show, the survivalists get dropped off in the wilderness, and as the title suggests, they are naked. But before being deposited in a forest or a swamp, the contestants always get to pick one tool to take with them. Some people choose a knife, others will choose a pot for water, but most commonly people will choose some type of fire starter. But y'all, Jesus, for his trip into the wilderness, he gets angels. The angels tend to him, and that, my friends, is a game changer. In preparing for this sermon, I I had a story that welled up within me. And so I called my friend Nikki and asked her for permission to share a part of her story today. Because it's not my story, it's hers. And she graciously agreed, saying that her story is given and offered to the glory of God. So in the early 2000s, 
my friend Nikki Roberts found herself incarcerated at Metro State Prison here in Atlanta. She'd received a long sentence, 10 years with no chance of parole for holding up a convenience store. She held up the convenience store using her fingers positioned in the shape of a gun under her shirt. Prisons are designed to be wilderness places for people. They are created with the intention of making a person who is incarcerated feel lost and separated from community. And so for Nikki, the idea of being in this wilderness for 10 years was overwhelming. And so she harmed herself. When the correctional officers found her, they took Nikki to solitary confinement and placed her on watch. And as Nikki tells the story, this was the lowest point in her life. And so she cried out for God, much like Job, and asked to die. It was just too hard. Living in prison was just too much for her. But above the sound of her weeping, a woman in the cell next to Nikki shouted out through an air vent. Her name was Kelly. Kelly Renee Gissendanner, at the time Georgia's only woman on death row, called out to Nikki through an air vent and told her, you will live. You will live and do great things. Don't give up your power because you will live. My friends, I'm, I'm able to share this story with you today because Nikki did live. And she is doing great things in our, situ- in our city and country. But on a deeper level, I'm able to share that story today because while Nikki was in the midst of her own personal wilderness... As she battled with the wild beast of despair and brokenness, as she tended to the, and wrestled with the temptation to do herself harm, she too, like Jesus, was tended by angels in her wilderness. She had an angel who found her and ministered to her through an air vent. Now, my friends, Here's the thing about all this angel stuff. I know some of you all are sitting there thinking, angels, come on, Kim. So let me say something about that. I believe in angels. I do. I I believe in the angels that we cannot see, angels and archangels who are part of that great cloud of witnesses, angels who are part of a heavenly choir that sing in response to the awesomeness of God. I believe in those angels. And... I believe in the kinds of angels that show up in ordinary people when we're journeying through life. Put another way, I believe in angels who work through us, us just regular old folk. Angels who use us and help us to help each other. Dear siblings in Christ, you all know, oh, oh, how we need some angels to tend to us right now. As we as a country continue to grieve the mass shootings of children and adults alike, as we as a country 
continue to wander in circles around and around and around the issues of gun control and access to mental health care. Friends, I'm clear. We need some angels to come and care for us. As we as a society wrestle with the wild beasts of addiction and misogyny. As we as individuals wander in wildernesses of depression and anxiety, of classism and greed. Friends, we need some angels to tend to us. No, I've got it wrong. My friends, we need to be angels who tend to us. You see, that is my prayer for us this day. My prayer is that the Spirit will give us the courage and wisdom to be the angels who care and serve for each other. And I'm clear, we can't do this on our own. We can't fix all of these issues on our own power. But as we like to say in the church, with God's help, with the angels moving and working through us, with Christ's love being alive in us, with God's help, then yes, we can make it through the wilderness that we call life. With God's help, we can be angels that help one another. May God grant us the strength, dear friends. May God grant us the wisdom and the courage to be angels for one another who tend and care and minister to each other. Amen.